0: Like Fun is a craft beer and comedy podcast that offers a brief respite for women and men with real responsibilities. Featuring Greg, a tall, dark, everyman who knows what he likes, and Josh, Like Fun's resident beer quality expert. Together, our hosts take you on a journey of inebriated mirth so wondrous, it will feel as though you are having something like fun. Like Fun is not for kids. Unless those kids are from Wisconsin and accompanied by a legal guardian. If that's the case, come on, kids. Have a seat, throw one back, and listen up. Because life is too short not to... like fun.
1: Another episode of podcast that talks about good stuff in people's lives, beer, those are two of the same things, and... <laughs> also, Tombstone. Tombstone Pizza? No, the, the movie with featuring Val Kilmer. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and maybe this episode will sneak in some really good references. Uh, the, the <laughs> it is like fun! And I
2: am a co-host on that show that I just mentioned, Greg. And this is Josh, the other co-host, and today... We are once again, sort of, but not really, in the presence of uh, one of Madison's great brewers, Jim Gorenson. Here, oh, <laughs> Thanks, Josh. <laughs> here at the, uh, the new location of uh Parched Eagle, or I should say, the new tap room for Park Second location. Yep. Yeah, second location. Crazy things are happening on the, the east side corridor.
0: The developing east wash corridor. Yeah, I mean,
2: it's,
1: it's it, yeah. This place is going to be bananas good in, like, a couple of years. It is going to be the place to be in Wisconsin, I think. In Wisconsin? Yeah. Wow. I wow. I, I, mean, the, all the stuff that's happening. Yeah, wow. all the stuff that's happening around here with the, the possibility of the public market yep. happening down the way. Right is it that right way? Right oh, it's right there. I'm pointing the wrong yeah, direction. Yeah. You're, you're for the listener. <laughs> yeah, for the viewer. <laughs> yeah, for the viewer. Uh, Greg
2: is just pointing wildly.
1: I'm just—it's—it's uh, going to be past the Sparkle Auto Body, so everybody knows. Exactly. Get uh, get 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 your Sparkle or whatever
2: the <laughs> the ad slogan goes. I've not heard that mm-hmm. ad, but I'm sure when
1: They're it's
0: pretty clever. The one on Northport, um, the signs out front. Like, uh, sorry, I'm a little tired, but <laughs> <laughs> I was making reference to the the possible hail on uh, Wednesday. Night oh Monday, yeah. The terms that. Uh, what the hell is going on or something like that? But this <laughs> one does not have the clever signs. I mean. No.
2: But I'm sure they were like just, you know, tickled pink when they heard that, you know, there's going to be, oh, there's going to be a tap room moving in next door. And there's kind of a confusing parking lot situation in the back. So they're like, yes, like people will bump into each other and we're right here. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that confused.
0: <laughs> no, I just, I just mean
2: because you can get to this parking lot from the Sparkle That's parking, the parking, parking lot. It's a little yeah. treacherous, but
0: you yeah. can do it. So. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting.
1: Uh-huh. So uh, this is how long have you been at this location? And it's fourteen forty four. Oh, the wine opening
0: was nine days ago.
1: Nine days ago, Friday, May twelfth. Okay, yeah. still got that new tap room smell.
0: It does. It has new bar construction smell for sure. It does. I was going
1: to say I can smell the wood. Uh, yeah. You can smell the 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 very rustic aroma of uh, yeah, you know people working with their hands. Precisely. You know, yeah. calloused. Uh, workmen
0: and they getting, were getting things done, working with their uh, calloused hands. <laughs> uh, an impressive amount of work uh, has happened in here within the last four to six weeks. Yeah, it
2: was it was kind of a almost a photo finish too, right? Like, uh, yeah, I heard there were several not annou- like announcements back to back, like keying everybody in on when exactly you can come and get some beer.
0: Yep. Yeah, we had to delay the grand opening for a week for a couple different reasons, but it has worked out for the best.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to go in half-cocked. Precisely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we – sometimes maybe three-quarter cocked, but not half-cocked. It <laughs> definitely would have been half-cocked and it would have been illegal because there were other reasons going on. Yeah. <laughs> we've made it. we made it work so far.
2: Yeah. I mean, it looks good. Obviously, it goes without saying that everybody should come down here. Like when me and Greg are thinking about – I was just telling uh, Jim about this. Like when we're like, we're, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Sheila gets mentioned – but because of where we live, mm-hmm. you know, on opposite sides of the city, um, it immediately usually gets passed on because it's 20 minutes mm-hmm. one way, 20 minutes back. If we're going to come to Parchigel and Westport, we're going to get sauced. <laughs> so that's, you know, leaving your car behind or all the prearrangements that go into it. But now, right. yeah, it's right here. Yes.
0: On the near east side, right yeah. off the bike path. Right off the Arhara River. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, there's there's kayak uh, parking right over there by Sparkle Auto. See, I'm oh, pointing Oh yeah, Pointing w- at the Sparkle? Their listening audience. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we'd be just west of the river, I think. I mean, it's like 50 feet away from here. And yep. The bike path is right there. Um, We've got plenty of parking up back. Street parking on East Wash right here. Bus. It's, you can walk here. You can bike here. You can...
1: You Uber, you want to you Let's can, let's yeah. count them down. Uh, yeah. um, probably hang glide if you're hang good. Glide, uh, <laughs> log roll also yeah. if you're good log at that. Roll, <laughs> crab walk. Yeah. As soon yeah. as they invent the uh, tel- uh, teleporter, this will be top top ten location. Yeah. Top ten. Agreed. Agreed. For teleportation <laughs> services. Yeah, so for, <laughs> for sure. Um, and this, I mean. The, the, the way that this neighborhood is blowing up, too, there are restaurants nearby, mm-hmm. um, so you could make a, a straight-up evening of about four square blocks around yeah. this area. Yeah, that's pretty, damn uh, sure. Terrific, terrific yeah. area.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Haskell is closest right over there. They're in a big location on East Wash. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have food here, but uh, there's a growing menu of, uh, of uh, delivery menus, next-door cash register, re- register there. People are welcome to bring food in.
1: I love, yeah. I love that. I love bars that are like, hey, are you hungry? We can't help you, but, but <laughs> carry in, buddy. Come, come on. on. And then we'll be Domino's with knows with where we are. <laughs> exactly, yeah. As but one example,
3: we'll be working with food carts. Mm.
1: <laughs> awesome. That'll really be fantastic. Yes, absolutely. And yep. the food is
0: a pain in the ass to handle yourself.
1: <laughs> well, and the food cart scene in Madison is also pretty, pretty good. It's pretty, Virginia. pretty good. Yeah,
0: yep, for sure.
1: Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, what are we? What are we drinking here right now? You, yeah, you, you selected our first beverage. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're easing in. It's what is it still Sunday morning? So we're, we're easing Technically? in. Technically,
2: <laughs> judging by my hangover, yes. Ah, four minutes.
0: <laughs> so we're easing in with a session style English pale ale. Uh, the name is Craig Martin, not Craig Martin. Craig, Craig. Martin. like the aggro of Craig. Agro Craig, yeah. I Craig. know that one um, Craig Martin is actually A Eurasian species of swallow mm. um, So continuing uh, Avian theme for the name Of some of our beers Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha uh, Again, this is It's a special bitter uh, Which is one of the three Main styles of English Traditional English pale ales Ordinary bitter Special bitter And then extra special bitter A.K.A. ESB So this is um, 3.9% alcohol Which is in the range For special bitters um that said it's quite full flavored mm-hmm. to me it's it's a it's a bit complex uh, this is the second batch that i brewed of this one and i accentuated the uh east kent goldings hop profile mm-hmm. a little bit one of the noble english hops so you know um you get nice ester profile and you get that earthy mm-hmm. um floral mm-hmm. uh from the East Kent Gold, I did a whirlpool edition, so post boil, mm-hmm. before transferring it to, from the boil kettle to the fermenter. Um, sorry, geek talk there. No, so, no, no, no. They eat it up. I
1: they assume one it. of the three people that listen to us is totally into beer
0: geek talk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying it. And then, um, Maris Otter, English Maris Otter is the base malt, with some crystal malts, and that's definitely coming through too, kind of a bisc- biscuity character, along with mm-hmm. the, the herbal uh, floral notes from the, specifically the East Kent Goldings and Fuggles Hops.
1: Yeah. Um, um, I, I'm happy I, with the way it turned out. I fully endorse this beer. Uh, and that's saying something for me because I, I do not reach for the English style altogether mm-hmm. that often. Okay. Um, it is, uh, quaffable.
2: Yes.
0: And
2: <laughs> that's
1: what I love. Some
0: have said chuggable.
2: Ch-
1: Eminently
0: chuggable.
2: Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I put it in that, that range. It's definitely mm-hmm. one that you can, you know, like, have a big Stein of. Yeah. By. Low alcohol, mm-hmm. which is, fantastic if you're
1: looking to have like
0: a long evening mm-hmm. well the the term session beer that's mm-hmm. an english term for you can have a number in a drinking session that's mm-hmm. where it comes no fooling
1: <laughs> you're dropping knowledge on the uh on the viewing audience here because i, I, didn't I thought realize, that's what this was about yeah, yeah. that's right no
2: that's we're, uh, we're an educational podcast if
1: precise.
3: nothing else <laughs> yep,
2: exactly. but yeah no that one thing we were talking about earlier too was uh the reason I would go is because when when you make a beer and you label it with a style, mm-hmm. it's actually usually actually I should say 100 percent of the time it hits on the style points. There's a little bit of flair, but it's never like you know the people that say oh this is a, a Schwartz beer and it's really just it's more on the porter side or whatever. They're they're calling it something cool or something that mm-hmm. seems new, mm-hmm. and it's not what that really is. You see you see that a lot now, and Jim is not guilty of this crime.
0: Yeah, I, the way I put it last night here late to a, or bartender Robert was, you know, relatively, I'm a, I'm a traditionalist Mm -hmm. as a brewer. Um, when I brew something, um, it's going to be two style. Yeah. Um, that said, and you know, one of our marketing phrases that we did for, when we were uh, soliciting funds for our opening is creativity within the context of the craft brewing movement and the world's great beer style. So, Mm-hmm. and when you mentioned flair I take that as a compliment that I try to add a little something that that makes it a signature beer of ours. Yeah. Including being well made.
1: Yeah. Uh which can be difficult within the style to to set yourself up within the confines of a style Yeah, to have,
0: have it stand out. Yeah, right. that's um, boring. Yeah, right. Yep,
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this beer, you know, it's 3.9% alcohol, but it's got a lot going on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of flavor. Um you yeah, know, like, there's a lot going on in the nose and there's and, and, and like the body is is right where it should be, you know.
0: It's, yeah, there. It's a light beer, but by the same token, kind of a pretty significant mm-hmm. mouthfeel as yes. it's termed, mm-hmm. Body. Yeah, we love that word. We're medium mouthfeel, medium yep. body.
1: Yeah, well, I, I love it. feeling things with my mouth. So. Nice, <laughs> excellent. It's <laughs> one of my top top things to do. All right, um, so should we move on into our first segment? Sure. Yeah. What's uh, good, Greg? What is good with me? Uh, I have a lot that is good. Uh, I, I had the uh, treat of attending. The uh, uh, Fitchburg Days Festival. You go yesterday. I went Friday night. Oh, good. So uh, you avoid
2: the the rain.
1: Yes, I went Friday night. We were trying to coordinate on that, and it didn't didn't work out for us. Yeah. But um, and uh, I walked in with a coworker of mine. As the the viewing audience knows, I'm a high school teacher in the area. And, uh, my coworker and I strolled into the grounds and within the first 30 seconds, she mentioned a student she hoped she didn't see and then saw that student wandering <laughs> towards her and hid behind me as we wandered into the grounds. So, uh, but then we went and saw, we took in a Pat McCurdy show. Um, my I like wife, that way
2: that you, you described, we took in, a we Pat took McCurdy it, we,
1: show. we absorbed, we soaked, uh, we bathed in it and, uh, Pat McCurdy someone my wife had never heard of somehow. Mm. She uh, has lived her entire life in Wisconsin and had no idea who Pat McCurdy was. I was like,
2: well, you're in for a treat because we're going to go and see this show. Was she? (laughs) I had a great time. He does put on on a show and he does get the crowd into it.
3: So
1: this is a – like if people listen to the show and thought we were too inside baseball about Wisconsin, the Pat McCurdy thing is – about as inside Wisconsin baseball as you can get because mm-hmm. he is like, uh, a god, uh, in some circles in the state. And where's he based on? It? He White lives in White Folks Bay, beautiful White Folks Bay. Where is, where is uh, it, where is White uh, Bay? <laughs> Bay, north of Milwaukee. White Folks Bay. Uh, yeah. Home of Craig Council, uh, oh. the manager of the Mill, Milwaukee Mill, Brewers. Mill, Brewers. Yep.
2: Is he the one that did a, a, a thing with Northern Brewer, Craig Council? He do a, I don't a know. collaboration kit. He could be, could very very well be. Don't quote me on that, but yeah, I think he came in and like taught people how to homebrew at Northern Brewer before they were bought Craig, out. Craig
1: Council yeah. did. I think so. He really. certainly didn't teach them their batting stance no, no, because. No. <laughs> Craig Council
2: is a brewer. I don't quote me on that. A brewer, and I'm pretty sure it's Craig Council. Okay, and we, right we do not know. fact check. Yeah, so.
1: you, yeah we don't actively <laughs> fact check on the
0: show. <laughs> listening audience go ahead and fact check <laughs> yeah. I've like, not heard that but then again
1: it's perfectly I, possible true. people are allowed to have interests outside of their profession
0: <laughs> um, a, uh, a well-known professional athlete who is a home brewer is Chris Bosch, the basketball player no kidding yeah
1: Huh. And All he's right. a
0: craft beer enthusiast, home brewer. Um, I did not know.
1: He's a fascinating guy. He is. He's, he's a, dare
0: I say it, a renaissance man.
1: Yes, I, I would agree yeah. with that. He's very layered in his Indeed. uh interests and uh successes and talents. Yep. Um but yeah, so, uh, Pat McCurdy was a blast, and, uh, he, he asked people in the audience who, uh, who was the, seeing him for the first time, and there were all these people raising their hand. I say all these people. It was freezing cold Friday night. Oh, yeah. And so there were maybe 30 people in the audience, which was actually a lot of fun, uh, as a show. But when I tried to, like, force my wife towards the front of the stage, she ran and then hid behind me. So I've learned that I am, <laughs> my, one of my major talents is just being a large sort of like wall, that women can hide behind <laughs> from other people. So that's, that's what's good with me uh, right now uh, in the world. So,
2: Josh, what's good with you? What's good with me is <laughs> new shoes. I got new boots. I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> Nice. And it's not uh, it's not too often that that uh, a thing. Those are boots. These are oh well, yeah, they're just you could call them moccasins or boat boat moccasins, boat shoes, boat shoes. Is that what you're referring to? They're boots because they're boat shoes. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, so the, it's very very seldom that a thing gives me joy. There's like three things, three tangible objects that bring me joy. Right now, I have a. Uh, a nice kitchen knife that my father-in-law gifted me, and just cooking was one of my things outside of homebrewing and this podcast that I really love to do. And slicing an onion with this really nice Japanese knife, these shoes, and I don't remember the third one. It's not important. <laughs> beer, your your we, your wee. but beer beer <laughs> is a consumable. I don't really think. Oh, there's a thing. A, you know, that, that's a thing. It's, a possession, it's a, I suppose. Yeah, a, a, a,
1: yeah, possession. A temporary possession. <laughs> you can't. You can't buy beer.
2: What's the rest of that? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> I, just, I just remembered the third thing is my kettle. So it is related to beer. There you go. I have a nice new big, fifteen gallon kettle, and oil I can kettle. make yes, a oil yeah. kettle. Yeah. yeah, and I can make ten gallon batches with it now. And nice, it's, it's amazing. I can do splits, and you know make a grain recipe for a coal shanda session and put my coal sheets in one fermenter and my, you know, Chico yeast in another one and blah blah blah. I won't bore you with that. But these shoes, it's it's kind of a weird thing. They're you mentioned like, you Pat went McCurdy. from you went
1: from yeast to your shoes. My shoes, yep. Really fast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> these these shoes that you had mentioned, Pat McCurdy, well these are Margaritaville shoes. I, I see so the emblem yeah, on it. So kind of in the same vein. And so it's kind of a I don't know if it's, it's not ironic, but it's funny that, you know, like I'm not a big fan of, as Craig knows, reggae or beach music, unless you're literally on the beach, Mm -hmm. then it's fine. Or if you're at the Jamaican airport, I'll listen to Bob Marley all day. But without Bob Marley, there'd be no Jimmy Buffett. With no Jimmy Buffett, there'd be no Margaritaville. And with no Margaritaville, there would be no shoes. That you're wearing right now. That I'm wearing so right the, now. For the viewing
1: audience, those shoes are not as great as he is <laughs> describing them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are
2: middling shoes at best. They're very, they're very, <laughs> they're very plain, but they're very comfortable. I think the thing about them is that brings me joy. Is like they're slip ons. They look terrible, but they're comfortable. They do look terrible. And
0: ultimately, you can thank uh, Bob Marley. For
2: yeah, those shoes. thanks, that's Bob right. Marley. There we go. At least he was good. That's for a stream of
0: consciousness.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, that's what's good with me. What's good with you, Jim?
0: Well, we've hatched this second uh, location here that you're interviewing um, me in, mm-hmm. um, so that's definitely a good thing. And today uh, is largely a day off for me, and that's a very good thing. Very nice. Yeah. I've been, I've been busy.
2: I'm sure you're, you're, you're um, let's do some more bird puns, you're uh, nesting two, two clutches right now? You've got to fly back and forth between two I'll be two flying nests. up to
0: the other one uh, after this, yeah. in fact. Yeah. Right. So it's not a day off. No, not really. <laughs> After, I have to go up there and make a yeast starter okay. for uh, the beer that we're brewing tomorrow and Tuesday, Saison uh, du rock. All right. Or, oh. or traditional Belgian-style farmhouse ale, a.k.a. Saison. There's another one I don't think I've tried. Uh, it'll be coming up here in two or three weeks at both locations. I love a Saison. I love For good love, reason. Love, and, yeah. and we're definitely heading into... Saison season yes. It's a great. Saison, it's style.
1: there's the two the two seasons that I adore most, and they both coincide. It's saison season and rosé season. I love me <laughs> a, I love me a pink wine.
0: Yep. Okay, <laughs> okay I love that. and there are a few pink saisons out there. Uh, Hibiscus saisons mm-hmm. like Vinish's got one. Yep. Yeah, but uh, after I do that, um, that's pretty much going to be it for me. The yeah. rest of the day is going to be for having light like, fun. I
1: got, I'm glad you finished that sentence like on a, on a positive note because like that's pretty much going to be it for me has like dour to it's, t- <laughs> it's like no, oh literally. no I meant, are you okay Jim I meant uh, work for the day <laughs> it's going to be curtains for this guy uh, um, but that's awesome that's a but good yeah. Sunday for you yeah this new, this
0: new place is nice We got a visitor hi <laughs> oh, Jack how's it going good. Hey, good. How are you good? How's come doing? on in all right. We're doing uh, doing a podcast interview. these guys are from Light Fun Podcast. Right.
3: Yeah, cool. Tell all your friends
1: and your podcast. Like. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's <laughs> actively what we're doing. Yep. Oh, cool. <laughs> all right, well, I won't interrupt. i out of here. Just let you know.
2: Jack, good to see you, man. Take it
0: easy. easy. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Cool place. Mm-hmm. Guy that owns it seems nice. <laughs> here now, we this. go. Well, yeah, and what we have going on here with the opening of the tap room is this is a multi-venue facility. Multi-venue buildings. So. Yeah, let's get into... Um,
2: how are you sharing the space so you you can go into who okay. you're sharing it with and how it kind of works?
0: Yeah, uh, so we're in the Tap Room right now, which is the craft beer destination mm-hmm. in this building. And then right behind this space, so our space is right on East Wash. It's a storefront space. Mm-hmm.
1: With and with fantastic big windows looking out at the streets. And you were pointing out the Art Deco elements as well. Yeah, it's yeah, It's glass. a very, like... Warm, friendly space for entertaining and being entertained is mm-hmm. what I'm getting up here.
0: Precisely. Precisely. I can't put it any better. <laughs> um, and then behind our space is Art Inn, which is a combination of art gallery and live music venue. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you guys notice, the live music stage is actually right behind our space here.
1: I took a little peek in there earlier, and it know. is. Yeah, it's right around. You just hook a hook a Roger as you go through with, uh, through the doors Precisely, there. Precisely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then. Uh, Maria's, across the little hallway here in the front, uh, is the bar for Arden. Okay. So what that means is, you see that I have a sign there saying taking beer into Arden or Maria's is expressly forbidden. It's because Jack has an alcohol license, yep. mm-hmm. Maria's slash Arden, and we have a we have an alcohol license for selling beer in here. And the authorities don't like people bringing in a beverage, yada, yada, yada. So we're, we're enforcing that. That said, you, you know, you say you, you're having a beer in here and you want to go check out the music, just leave your beer in here and go check it out. We have shared bathrooms, which are in Arden as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can buy a, a drink in Maria's and bring it into Arden. Um, so that's the arrangement that we're going with, which is interesting, but, um, so far so good in that regard. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can have a beer in here, then go into Maria's, get a beer, and then go in and check out the live music, yada yada yada, it's okay yeah. to figure out. But um yeah, in that sense, really it's a it's a multi-venue building. Um and there's also a tattoo um yep. shop, which is in the corner of the building over it's here. here. Major look. I mean, to me I would get a tattoo first and then drink beer, but uh, some people apparently like to do the reverse. <laughs> it's up to them. It's up to them. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, you know, I'm, I'm a fib. I'm from Chicago. But I did go to Club de Wash once 20 years ago in the Hotel Washington. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Which was a multi-venue building as well, right? Yeah. So to me, maybe what we're trying to do here, here at 1444 East Wash, is like a new sort of Hotel Washington. With, you know, Because mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, well, there's Club de Wash there, which is a live music venue, right? Yep. Um, there was a cafe, mm-hmm. there was a gay bar, something else, as I recall. Yep. We've got a lot going on <laughs> yeah. at the Hotel Washington 20 years ago. Wow. So is it just a, kind of a legal
2: barrier to say that you and um, – I'm sorry. I can't remember the, the guy that was just in here a moment Jeff, ago. Yeah, If if uh, If you guys wanted to um, have an event where mm-hmm. people could mishmash in between all three, is it a legal barrier or is it a business it's a, idea? It's a legal barrier. It's a legal yeah. barrier. That's yeah. too bad.
0: It's a legal matter, baby.
1: Okay. The those L seven weenies in the establishment really got to get their act together. <laughs> I'll tell you.
0: <ya>. No comment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: what are, are we at? Where are we at? What should we?
2: We could talk about um, the new tap room for just a moment more, and then I think mm-hmm. we'll work our way into the beer review. One one thing that um, I noticed right when I came in was um, this piece of artwork mm-hmm. up on the wall. Who did this? It's a it's a twisted wire. It reminds me of the crane. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Good question. Um, that was done by Chris Merton, hey. who is a good friend. And Chris is really, um, uh, I-, I was going to say the el- electrician, but anal- slash the electrician for the craft brewery movement okay. locally and beyond. Really? Uh, and he's also quite an artist. So that he, d- he did that for our grand opening two years ago at our original location. Got it followed us here it followed us here to be more prominently featured in a more central location he makes art out of spent electrical parts Mm -hmm. so that's a bunch of diodes and wires etc etc i think it's absolutely beautiful um he does some great mosaic artwork too with with spent electrical parts as well cool um so yeah that's that's our mascot it's one way that i like to look at it and we have it prominently featured there for sure yeah chris lives a like four blocks from here, too. Oh, really? So we'll be seeing him around here quite a bit.
1: That's a fascinating part of the, the craft beer uh, movement, I think, is that they're the supporting industries.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, we were joking earlier that, that uh, I'm a job creator, unlike some people who say they're job creators. <laughs> uh, you know, we're creating jobs and we're definitely, we're playing a positive role in the local economy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, cottage industries is one way to put it, right? Sure. Um, but... You know, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm happy about the fact that we've opened the second location. We've created three more jobs. And that just, it's a win-win for everybody. So we're brewing more. Um, we're having our good buddies at the House of Brews. My, my very good friend, uh, Paige Buchanan, is contract brewing 10 barrel, bigger batches for us, 10 barrel batches. Oh, awesome. That's a win-win for both us and for the House of Brews. Um, which means that we're ordering more ingredients, for, um, brewing ingredients from suppliers, including uh, Breeze Malting Company in Chilton, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so playing a positive role in the local economy and the locally owned business.
1: That was – so the uh, – I think they were just featured, the Malting Company, were they featured on Wisconsin Foodie recently? I thought I saw that.
0: That would not be surprising. I didn't okay. see it.
1: I'm not sure if that – it could be a different company, but I thought it was – I thought – they, that was they. I can't speak very well today, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, so the electrical work, the the specific electrical work that goes into, uh, he helped you with your original location with our in Westport. In okay. Okay. So what is, uh, what are the special, and you might not be able to speak too technically, but what are the special needs that by opening up a brewery you would have to consider from a power perspective? Like,
0: well, it depends upon. Whether you go for an electric powered brewing system Mm -hmm. or one that uses um, a boiler. Okay. Uh, In other words, you know, um, for steam or gas. Those are the three three main options. We went with an electric brewing system up there. So using uh, big electric heating elements, specifically Mm -hmm. in our uh, hot liquor tank, mash tun, and boil kettle. Yep. um, Those generate, draw a lot of power. Okay. Um, Three phase 240 is ideal um, for those. And then um, we also have a glycol chilling system up there. So we hel- he helped install the electrical work for that. And we actually have a pretty sophisticated uh, web-based brewery control system. Cool. So a PID controller. Mm-hmm. Okay. It uh, works interfaces with, with the, uh, the electrical work that's done sure. up there. Um, so Chris did all that work for us <sighs> there. Right. We, did not, we didn't have him work here because you know, we don't have a brewing system. Right. Basically. Right, we had another excellent local electrician, uh, Brian Wrestler, Prana Electric, did great work for us here.
1: Interesting, you—you you, of all the guests we've had on the show, I feel are most in your element, just rattling off uh, all of the the science and technical aspects of what you do in a way that I find very, very engaging, and I enjoy. And we need to have you on the show more often. I feel like because you're just—you're always like, oh yeah, I'll explain that to you in thirty seconds. Uh- <laughs> I'm only making some of it up.
2: <laughs> All right, well, I think that wraps up our first segment. We should take a quick break and uh, move on into our beer review. How's that
3: sound? Sounds good to me. Crikey. Awesome. You gotta get going, don't stop, throw up, get a job, make some plans, see them all through. You gotta sleep more, drink less, prove that you're the very best person at whatever you do. You gotta stay between the lines, get your taxes in the time, pledge allegiance to the US of A. You gotta make money, buy stuff, no amount is quite enough, that's the American way. What if I don't, Will the economy die? Will the earth stop turning, the streets start burning just because I can't find something to buy? Maybe I won't. go the extra mile you gotta meet your productivity goal you gotta work hard every day just to make a little pay all it's gonna cost is your soul (laughs) what if i don't will i be out of work will i be out on my ass selling songs buy gas it's because he thinks i think he's a jerk what if he's right yeah what if it's true so what if i Get your hair cut, new clothes Make sure everybody knows you're cooler than they thought that you were You gotta be a better you Oh, it's more that you can do As long as you ignore the panic attack. You gotta go to church, meditate, hit the gym, don't be late Most of all, you've gotta relax and What if I don't? Is the world gonna end? Will I be sleeping in a ditch or underneath the bridge With only my guitar for a friend Who's running my life? What if I don't? Is the world gonna end? Will I be sleeping in a ditch or underneath a bridge with only my guitar plus friend? Maybe I won't. To do. What
2: if I don't? And we're back. And, uh, you know, after a, a, a quick break, we are now trying. Um, this is the brand new.
0: Yeah, it's the house beer for our new location, the Tap Tap Taproom. Uh, Burgeoning Goth Queen Oatmeal Stout. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we get too into it, I got to know about the name. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I have a, a very good friend, her name is Mary, um, who about a year ago uh, decided to take up uh, singing a little mm-hmm. bit. So she uh, recorded a demo of a song that she wrote with some friends of hers and uh, sent me the MP3 of it. Uh, and it sounded really gothy to me. <laughs> very, very dark, um, introspective uh and so I gave her the nickname Burgeoning and Goth Queen at that time. <laughs> and then I realized that that's a great name for a beer. Um and she's a porter and stout girl. So I created this oatmeal stout recipe a year ago and decided several months ago that it would be the the house beer for the taproom room here on the near east side. Um and yeah, so you know, the pilot batch was actually the one barrel batch we brewed last month and oh, that's really? what we're drinking right now. It, yeah. It turned out uh, well. Yeah, I didn't brew a I haven't made an oatmeal stone in like 20 years, mm-hmm. if ever. Um, I, I'm pretty happy with the way it turned out. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: fantastic. You it's, gotta,
0: if, if you talk to her, though, and you can get us the MP3, we can
1: put it in the app. If
3: that's
1: a thing <laughs> that could happen, that's a, that could be lovely. Uh, a, that's, <laughs> that's a possibility. All right. Um,
0: and she's been here, and she approves of Bertrand and God's Queen mm-hmm. herself. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it, it is very nice. You want to talk a little bit about the, the grain bill and that sure. what your, like your twist at the end is? English
0: Maris Otter okay. um, is the base malt, which is pretty much what we do for all of our ales, mm-hmm. uh, except for Belgians. Mm-hmm. Roasted barley, traditional for stouts, certainly. Um, chocolate malt, mm-hmm. and then malted oats as well. Yep. Oh, and I think the ma- yep, malted oats, okay. uh, which I think are lending a, a particular sweetness to mm-hmm. this. Uh, yeah, it smells sweet, but it's not sickly sweet
2: like sometimes the very British versions of this style.
0: Oh, yeah, good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 40 IBUs, so there's a, in terms of the hot profile, there's enough balancing bitterness. I think that probably contributes to the dryness that mm-hmm. you're getting, Josh. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty high in alcohol it's per the style at 6.6%. Six 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 six. Six mm-hmm. Really, my inspiration for it is one of my favorite, favorite Ale Asylum beers, Big Slick. Oatmeal okay, sure. Stout. Yeah. This is drier than Big Slick. Um, mm-hmm. that's like upwards of 7%. Um, oh, it is. but I've always really liked that beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is off to a good start. It's been pretty popular here, and uh, we'll definitely be brewing more of it soon.
2: Yeah. Mm. yeah. one problem with the style is so like when I first tried it, I was like, "This isn't an oatmeal stout." But when I ever, when you think about it, very British versions of this um, style are they kind of have that oily finish and they're sweet at the at the front end. But as the style has changed, American brewers tend to attenuate some of that out, and you they don't add as much oatmeal. Or malted oatmeal, so you get um, more or less what we have here, which is it's very it's, it's a little bit more easy drinking than the like British almost raisin and currant uh-huh, uh-huh. kind of stuff uh-huh. that you get uh-huh. from uh-huh. it. This has
0: nice beer gig talk going on here.
2: Yeah, this has <laughs> this has nice coffee and chocolate notes in the nose, and it does smell sweet, but you don't get like a, a, a Saturday morning cereal kind of thing. Yeah, you get you know uh, nice malts. It's a medium. To I don't know if I could go as far as saying it's medium high bodied, but it finishes really nice. Like thanks, you were saying, thanks. yeah, the uh, the finish is, is is on point, and it I think it for this style, it's a more drinkable on the more drinkable end. Um, but it's it's, it's really
0: good, Josh. Yeah, I like all of what you just said. <laughs> um, yeah, this is definitely an American iteration. Yes. of an oatmeal stout, it's got an American hot profile. So mm-hmm. um, and. I had to bring up the recipe because I've been brewing a lot recently, and it's hard for me to remember everything. <laughs> uh, Chinook and Centennial hops, okay. including locally grown Centennial from Wisconsin Hop Exchange. So you got a couple of C's in there, which you wouldn't see in a British version. Precisely. Yep. And that's coming through too. Mm-hmm. I would say definitely. Yeah. Um, I think for, it
2: helps in the nose. Some people might say you don't want any um, pine in this style, and I don't. I think maybe the 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 that the pine notes that you might get from a
0: no. I use Chinook for bittering, so the Centennial it's more kind of a. Um, an amorphous citrusy character, I yes. get a little bit, which mm-hmm. contributes. I think matches nicely with the the malted oats, Yep. and everything else going in with it.
2: Yeah, it does have a nice. It does have a really nice um,
0: smell. So yeah,
2: and then appearance uh, wise, they're poured into tasting glasses, so you can't really say a whole lot about the head. You there can is, tell that it's
0: clear for as dark as it is.
2: Yep, and it's yeah, it's it's um, pretty brilliant. And if you hold it in the small glass up to the light, you get ruby
0: up to the big windows here at the Tap yeah. Taproom. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You get uh, ruby highlights. It's yeah, yeah. Pretty nice. That's probably coming from the the marisotter, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. and 80 adl. Oh, prissel well. 80. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that too. Yeah, and then I already I already went through the the body and the taste. I gave it a forty one. It's so nice. This is definitely worthy of
0: being your flagship, especially considering this is your first time out of the. <laughs> this case. is the pilot batch of it. Yeah, yeah. I I'm not going to change anything. Good. Yeah. Um, and we brewed a one barrel batch initially, and moving forward it'll be two barrel batches. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's uh, it's very
1: well balanced. Um, I find that a lot of the time, if I if I uh, indulge myself in a stout, which I, am not a stout guy, I mm-hmm. won't reach for it first. But when I do have them at uh, you know, some of the uh, less established uh, places that you know, like because I'll travel around, I'll go to those small tap rooms all over the place. Mm-hmm. If I end up with one of those in a taster, a lot of the time you get, uh, it's like they watered beer down with seltzer water or something like that it just it's all carbonation and not a lot of flavor mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. this has uh a really uh a nice little uh gentle ride through the mm-hmm. the from the lips to the back ear uh back of your mouth a very balanced
2: tasty uh
1: friendly beer i like it mm-hmm. you're welcome
2: <laughs> <laughs> and i'm glad you like it all right, so at this part, point in the show, what we do is we ask some asinine questions so we can try to suss out some of the real details about the beer without doing geek talk. So okay. I'll ask Greg some questions, and you feel free to, uh, to chime in. Nice. So, uh, Greg, if this beer, if and um, Goth Queen were a character from the show 30 Rock mm-hmm. on NBC. Yes. No longer. Right. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. We need a show like that again. Agreed. Right now. I, 100%. Which character would it be? Uh, we are going to say that it would be
1: uh, Jenna Maroney, but it's going to be Jenna Maroney's boyfriend dressed as her. Pretending to be Jenna Maroney. to be Jenna Maroney. Uh Because it, is, it, it has uh, certain uh, masculine elements, uh, but it is still uh, uh, a, a beer fit for a queen. So, uh, and she was nothing if not the queen of that show, so. That's for sure. Who played Jenna Maroney? Please forgive my ignorance. Oh, oh boy. goodness. The actress is now on uh, the... What, that in, Orange Invincible Juice commercial. Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix. Oh, yeah, She wasn't in Orange Juice, ad. I, I cannot remember the actress's name. That's
2: too bad. <laughs> Sometimes that fact-check thing really <laughs> nips us in the is butt. She's
1: a fantastically talented comedic actress. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I don't Got know it. I'm sure
0: I would recognize her if I saw her.
2: <laughs> yeah. Curly blonde hair, <laughs> yeah. Unpleasant demeanor, yeah. <laughs> Got it. All right. If this beer, if you want a shot at it, you can you can just pipe in and 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 shout Greg right down. Okay. Just just so you know, I love nothing more than being contradicted to my face. <laughs> <laughs> if this, uh, if if a uh, virgin and goth queen. We're a graduation party necessity. We're in graduation party season right now. Yes. I went to one. Like We were going to meet up after the one I went to. in the yep. pouring, freezing rain. <laughs> but they catered in Chipotle, so it worked out. Oh, nice. <laughs> All Something right. Something you've got to have. Something you have to have at a, uh, we're talking high school graduation party? Yeah. I mean, I mean once you're in your 30s and you know, you're getting your master's or whatever, do you still do a party? You I mean, about drinking, just, right?
1: Yeah, I'm, I don't need much of an excuse to throw myself a party, <laughs> but uh, a high school graduation party, uh, I will say it is the uh, seven-layer dip. Seven-layer dip. <laughs> because uh, first of all, you gotta have your dips at True. a high a school graduation cool. party. There's, there. I mean, you should show up at a party like that, and they're not dips. Be like, I'm dipping out because that's not a good party. Nice. Um, and the seven-layer dip fits this one really well because, first of all, it's a uh, it's a favorite, and uh, this beer has, you know, I'll do the the thing that everybody knows I'm going to do. This beer has layers. Yeah, I would uh, agree with that, uh, so, particularly as it warms up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, it's tremendous. And uh, as as the house beer, it will be an establishment. So I think that this is. Uh, that's a phenomenal example.
0: Of a an establishment team. just like an institution just like seven layer dip is. That's right. That's right. For high school graduation, one hundred percent, absolutely. Cool.
1: Like that, that sounds break, good to me.
0: Break your chip kind of dip, like that. Nice. Mm-hmm. I have no need to shout you down there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was hoping you were going to mention something like, uh, you know those, like, walls of pictures that mom puts together? Oh, yeah. Like, let's sum up Greg in yeah. a... No, I didn't get a graduation ap- party. You didn't? I didn't get a graduation party. I was
1: with my folks yesterday, and they were mentioning how uh, a co-worker of my mom's was like, well, how did, you, how did you do a grad party for all of your children? And my mom was like, well, two of my kids didn't even want a party. And I didn't... I fought every urge inside of myself to be like, you didn't let me have the option of having a party. <laughs> don't I don't know how you're remembering it, but I didn't get the option of
2: having a party. So,
0: wasn't my fault, mom?
2: <laughs> I don't remember my party, but I re- I do remember that someone I barely knew, I think she babysat me twice when I was a child, brought me a TV and a microwave. It was the craziest. She's like, "Hey, good seeing ya. Here's a TV and a microwave. Well, that's
0: generous. Yeah, but gosh.
2: I think she's she's like I didn't have a TV or a microwave in college, and I want you to have a TV and a microwave. So oh, that's well, all I wanted. It, it that's was very thoughtful. Combo
1: yeah. units like the TV VCR, GKBS, TV <laughs> microwave.
2: Put <laughs> your Easy Mac <laughs> in the
0: bottom. I think those were pretty popular in the eighties, weren't
2: they? <laughs> yeah, if I recall, big time.
0: Big yeah, time. Yeah. Except when one broke, the other was <laughs> to Yeah. It's when you so. added the VCR player that they got overly complex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and then you think you're taping Seinfeld, but you're really just heating up some tea.
3: <laughs> exactly. Nice.
2: And then your roommate cooks his stinky beans. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's and that's too real for you. I yeah, know. I had a roommate who cooked some stinky beans, and he also taped over my my uh, my episodes of Golden Girls <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> at
0: the same time,
2: with Maury. You just put your Golden Girls tape in the microwave.
1: Does that count as taping over? <laughs> yeah. <I think> so.
2: <laughs> there were multi multifunction devices for their time. Yeah. And that tape probably tasted about the same as those damn beans.
1: <laughs> this was in a dorm room, too. I just remember him getting furious about the
0: beans. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. just make his room well, Dorm, dorm yeah. rooms are generally small. Yeah.
2: <laughs> People would walk into my room and be like, it smells like like, after Indian food in here. <laughs> and then we that's not a good
3: Indian food
2: smell yeah yeah yeah. all right Greg if Bridgling God Queen were a Schwarzenegger film Mm. which Schwarzenegger film would it be
1: Uh, oh man I, I was just, like, scanning through HBO's On Demand this morning. There's a lot of they Schwarzenegger in there. Had, yeah, and they Mm-mm. had Junior on there. And I, for a hot second, I almost watched Junior uh, just to see a pregnant uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. But uh, I, I'm not going to say that it's Junior because that movie is terrible. I will say it is... Think on your feet, Greg. Predator. Uh, it's Predator. Uh, because... Great movie. It is something uh, that I can return to. Featuring two governors. Yes, that's correct. Jesse Ventura. I figured it would be Jesse the body Ventura. Ventura, yeah. Ventura uh, who's I just saw, I went to see James Adomian at the Comedy Club a couple of weeks ago, and he does a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal governor uh, Ventura impression. But uh, what is, Does he just quote Predator he uh well, I'm a demolitions expert. Was he the actual
0: predator? <laughs> Jesse the body Jesse the
1: body. He was he was the guy with the like Gatling gun that
0: got okay. right around and he was like the third guy to die. Yeah. Admittedly uh I think I saw that movie like 30 years ago when okay. I was in college and I uh, probably was Go back to that Well, my friend,
1: because do. it is deep and plentiful <laughs> and rewarding. <laughs> it came out in the '80s, right? The yes, original, absolutely. the original
0: Predator, hundred
1: yeah. percent. Not yeah, definitely not Predator Two because one Schwarzenegger <laughs> isn't in it, and two Predator Two is a little bit too spicy and urban uh, with Danny Glover fighting uh, the Jamaican mob, I believe. It's weird. It, it was weird, and I saw. <laughs> and then there was Alien versus Predator. Right, that Which was, was a good, also that was terrible. terrible. Oh, False. you didn't like that? No, it was horrible. Uh, and how dare you? <laughs> uh, anyway, no the the original Predator. This fits it well because again, I will rewatch this. Uh, I will re-drink this. I will come back for this, and it 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 has this uh, very. Uh, easy to get into I can I can Uh, turn that movie on and it can be anywhere in the film yeah and I'm not like oh I I, I only watch it from the beginning like no I will dive into this I will start the night with this beer I will have this beer partway through the night I will end the night with this beer
0: uh it is uh I agree that it's pretty easy to get into delightfully intoxicating so (laughs) excellent well put (laughs) This is a very good
2: answer, but while you were talking, the only thing I could think about is how much I wish that memes were a big thing when Jesse Ventura was president, <laughs> just because you could just governor, governor. governor. Or, oh yeah, <laughs> thank God, oh, yeah. <laughs> not president. <laughs> Jesse Ventura, twenty twenty. Although he
1: is in, are real. he is in the WWE Hall of Fame, and so is our current
0: president. is Oh in yeah, the WWE Hall of Fame for some ungodly reason. For giving the WWE Hall of Fame lots of money.
2: Yeah, probably. I, I, I think can he only assume. Didn't he manage Macho Man Randy Savage or something <laughs> that, like that? That
0: would be amazing. That's one of the principal reasons why he got elected, right?
2: <laughs> that's why,
0: I can't even
1: say it. I was going to be like, that's why I voted for him, but I can't even get it past my, my lips. Um, <laughs> the, that is one of the few, uh, and I'm putting sports in quotes here, sporting Hall of Fames that you could literally buy your way into, right? Mm-hmm. Are there, sure.
2: like, I guess that and maybe horse racing you could you could buy your way yeah. into? Yeah, you could probably buy your way I into don't the know. I don't know of a well, lot of A other... little bit more money, I think, for the horses. Yeah. Just a little.
0: Yeah. yeah. Vince McMahon <laughs> would put you in the, the WWE Hall of Fame if you... Threw enough money at it, right.
1: right? I 100% agree with that. No, no. That is that is the, the language that that family speaks, <laughs> the McMahon
0: family. Yeah, so uh, you know, I'm old, so I watched wrestling when I was a kid, and then <laughs> and back, and I remember Jesse the Body Ventura as a wrestler. Yep, Captain Lou Albino, right? Or is it Albano? Albino, oh, that's, um, that predates me. Yeah, you're talking <laughs> Andre the Giant, yes, okay, of course, for sure, for sure. Um, Polish Power Ivan Putski. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm be angry. Samoans. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty funny back then. It was very entertaining, and and Vince McMahon, who really the magnate of of yes. WWE, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he was he was like the WWF. WWF. W, I they, got the last letter. They didn't know
2: that that was some company selling pandas or whatever, and right. they had to yeah. change it. They, they they lost their lawsuit <laughs> to the World Wildlife Federation, and they had to change their name. Sometimes is, there's justice in the
1: world, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which
0: is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, he was like the ringside reporter at that time. This yes. is this is 40 years ago. <laughs> the one thing I do like about
2: uh, about, about uh, wrestling these Oops. days now is when, when Trump goes back, when he says China, he's actually pronouncing it correctly because he's talking about the wrestler. <laughs> J- China? China. <laughs> well, at least, he, at least he got that right. Yeah.
1: Passed away, what was that, about a year ago? The wrestler, oh. China.
2: She did? Yeah, she did. Oh, dead. that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, China it's, Presente. Hey, I think this still counts. I got a little yep. bit. There we go. We go. Rest in she peace, is, Rest in, may she rest in China. peace,
1: China. It is they, the the stable of wrestlers. They do not have uh, a tremendously long shelf life once they are out of the ring.
0: I'm afraid that there is some well, weird it's a, and tear. It's a physical lifestyle. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. A lot of that, a lot of that stuff. And I don't know what their what their health plans are like after
2: retirement. So. Probably not part of the content. <laughs> All right. So, do you have anything else for me, Jack? Yeah, I got one more. Okay, this is, this is a doozy. So, Uh-oh. graduation season. It kind of made me think back to college. So, imagine you're in like a com arts 102. I'm there. Or one of those baloney <laughs> classes that you had to take to fulfill some. What is that? Com arts was that speech? What is that? It was uh, communicate. You had a com A, a com B component, or something like that. Right, 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 right. right? right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So so let's say you're in this, or this beer is in, in a class, right? And the professor, most likely a TA in this case, asks, all right, we're going to go around in a circle, and you're all going to say your name and your major and a fun fact about yourself. Right. Just so you can get to know your 20 other classmates 100%. who you'll immediately forget. Yep. Uh, what was, What would uh Burgeon and Goth Queen say to that question? What would the fun fact be from Virgin and Goth Queen? Well, what, well, name, you can just stick with that, but then what what's your major and a fun fact about yourself? Okay, so the Burgeon and Goth Queen,
1: uh, we're gonna say is majoring in undeclared, torn between theater studies and, I don't know, journalism. Uh, and the, the fun fact is uh, that the, uh, the rift between Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson of Marilyn Manson uh, was not caused by a bag of cocaine. It was caused by me, the burgeoning goth queen.
2: <laughs> Great. There you go. I, th- I think Greg nailed it. Yeah, That's pretty good. I do remember that question being asked to me. That exact same thing, and it, it's just, this was like an article that I read on, on Facebook, this question that they always do, and it actually did happen to me once, and it wasn't a Kame class, mm-hmm. and the girl in front of me, I'll never forget her answer, it was like, I'm a English major, and a fun fact about me is I really like, what was that fake reality TV show where there's all these high school slash maybe freshman college girls living in California? Oh, uh, the... something. <laughs> I really like this. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember it. That's did. it. Really
1: resonated with us, obviously. <laughs> yeah,
2: it did with, with Josh. Yeah. Somewhere. I really like that show, and I was like, I turned over and oh, and Josh. Oh, well, my name's Josh. I'm a bacterial. And at the time, I think I was in engineering, so I probably said an engineering major. And I was raised by wolves. <laughs> and the, the TA, remember? Would you care to elaborate on that? No, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> Because <laughs> no one gives a shit about that question. <laughs> I hated that class. I think I got a B in
0: it. Uh, <laughs> I bacteriologist. Josh <laughs> raised by wolves.
2: <laughs> I always we
1: so in my in my school we do a daily circle where it's it's about community building and and helping the students to get along essentially with each other and mm-hmm. uh, reflect on how uh, social settings and being around other people. Like, actually, can take you a long way in the world, not just academics. But uh, this week, all of my students were talking about how the uh, Fitchburg Days was happening. Mm-hmm. And I was, I think my share that I had them doing was, What are you going to challenge yourself to do this weekend? Uh, and they. I'm going to eat you know, a shitload no, of donuts. <laughs> no joke. Three, at least three, were like, I'm going to challenge myself not to get into a fight at Fitchburg Days. <laughs>
0: good to have goals <laughs> non-violent goals <laughs> oh my god lots of fights at Fitchburg days uh, apparently based on the police presence
1: yes god were there a lot Gosh. of cops there
0: so I thought Fitchburg police. was the good neighbor city oh wait a second that's Middleton yeah what's Fitchburg uh,
1: Fitchburg uh, uh, that city that you accidentally get into when you think you're still in Madison
2: yeah I don't know what That's what that's right yeah. that's its nickname Fitchburg we're in Fitchburg now <laughs> PD also runs through Fitchburg. <laughs> Is that right, PD? Yeah, that's, that's the. Yeah, Fitchburg. I think you read. Right we don't that, have yeah. our own school district. I don't <laughs> oh yeah, they just kind of like break everybody apart and yeah. send them to different. Yeah, yeah I remember. It's that.
1: either Verona
2: or it's Madison. Yeah, I had a friend that I randomly saw at the liquor store. So this this actually holds in our continuum. Um, who went to high school with me, but he was one of the Fitchburg kids. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, just, they tear you away from all of your friends and they're like, you go to Memorial now. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Someday Fitchburg will have its own schools.
1: I well, so. And it's, I mean, the way that the population is booming no, no, no. all around no. Madison, that's no, no. definitely going to happen. Mm-hmm. I live like one city block away from the Fitchburg, uh, city line. And, uh, you really can't tell the
3: difference.
1: <laughs> it's, you're just yeah. sort of there. True. True. Uh, the houses suddenly get a little bit nicer, I guess, would be the, the only difference. Well, newer. Yeah, newer. There yeah, there you go. There uh, you go. And, yeah, that's it.
2: All right, so things are winding down. We're going to start, uh, start doing our plugs. So uh, Like Fun is supported in part by uh, the Whiskey Farm. They do our intro and sometimes our outro and sometimes more music for us. Uh, they are doing a release party this summer. You can go to their website, thewhiskeyfarm.com. Um, Songs of the Resistance is the name of the album um, coming out soon. You can guess what it's about. And, great band, great Check band, them out. great sing- uh, lead singer. Very nice. Thinking back, so it's, it's a year ago we were here, but we were in Westport talking to Jim.
0: Mm-hmm. We were here, mm-hmm. but
2: we were somewhere else. We were, yeah, we were
0: here in the original location. Yeah, the, <laughs> the first location, yeah, in the West. brew house.
2: Yeah, the, the, yeah, the brew house. We were at Partial Eagle Brew House, and at that point we were having a hard time finding good music. Mm-hmm. and getting someone to agree to just let us play their music for free. And I went to one of their concerts out at Turnville Olin Park, I believe it was, and walked up to them and was like, hey, I do a podcast uh, for
0: craft beer. Would you like, oh, yeah, just here's an album. Just put it all on there. Nice. <laughs> and I've I've heard some songs by Whiskey Farm, and I like them yeah. quite a bit. Uh, Bluegrassy, right? Yep. Yes.
2: Bluegrass, yeah. Bluegrass yep. folk, American folk, yep. I would say. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Um Otherwise, you know, keep emailing us ideas for beer uh, reviews. When we do our normal episodes, I know we're, obviously we're not gonna gonna bring you know uh, Miller sixty four into Jim's place and make that the uh, the taste test.
0: Speaking of which, I like your your Miller lite inspired light yeah. fun uh, stickers there. We're we're waiting on the cease and desist letter. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have mentioned. That. Feel free to edit that out. No, we already have a response planned for when it comes. <laughs> nice,
2: excellent. Hopefully right. they give us a return mail uh, stamp for it. Just a company. What, who are they? Is that Sab? Is that a- well, now it's a, all it's all the same. It's Sab
0: Miller Cores, AB and Bev. It's all okay. one gigantic all right. uh, uh, really, really acronym. Only competing with
2: Heineken and Constellation at this point.
0: Indeed, phenomenal and Eagle. <laughs>
2: yeah, <and> Eagle.
0: <Part-Siegel. laughs> Um, hundred million is when we're, we'll start to listen as far as selling out. Yeah,
3: I okay. Was gonna, so
0: we were going to SAB you. Miller Cores, AB and Bev Constellation, yada yada yada. That's when you know, hundred million, we'll yeah. start to listen to you. Yeah, hey,
2: last episode, you all got to try this. It
0: might be worth it. Yeah. I'm telling Indeed.
2: you. <laughs> last episode, we had a little bitch fest about the acquisitions that happened uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and yeah, that was one question that I had in mind for you near the
0: end of the show was, where did negotiations start? Uh, hundred million. <laughs> Win so we answered that one. Hundred million, nice. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, can I talk about the next beer release event we're going to have here? Yeah, Absolutely. please plug away. Uh, yeah, in terms of a new beer per se, um, in three or four weeks we'll do a release party here at the Perch Eagle Tap Room at fourteen forty four East Wash for um, Utopian Imperial IPA. Nice. But uh, this time I'm trying uh, a different double dry hopping combination for it, cool. so it'll be Utopian with Mosaic. Nice. You know, taking a page from what uh, Toplin' Goliath is doing with their beers like uh, um, Pseudo Sue with Mosaic, mm-hmm. um, King Sioux, uh with Mosaic, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I'm substituting Simcoe with Mosaic okay. to go along with Amarillo. So it's going to be double dry hopped with Mosaic and Amarillo. Utopian is our Imperial IPA. It's been very popular up at our original location. It's going to make its mosaic debut here in three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. Can't say exactly when. It's based upon – it's a big beer and it takes a while to ferment. What was the address again? That would be 1444 East Washington Avenue on the Near East Side of Madison on the Tenney Lapham side, so yep. the Lake Mendota side of East Wash, mm-hmm. um, in the developing East Wash Corridor. Yeah. And you can, there's a big uh, sign in the window advertising, Parched yep, yep. uh, Eagle. Neon room. sign facing to the east, so when you're driving towards the capital – uh, or biking on the bike path right over here, you'll see it. Yep, you, be
2: able to, you should be able to visit that once you're uh,
0: in range of the Ultimate Frisbee Fields, right? Precisely, Yeah, yes. That's, a, that's yep, the yep. that everyone knows. Yep, yep true. <laughs> true. And we're, we're, uh, we've already had some Ultimate fris- Frisbee players in here. Oh, I'm that's, sure. It's yeah, 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 yeah. a one-stop shop.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh all right well uh uh Jim thank you so much for Absolutely. hosting us. Absolutely. Thank you guys. It Fantastic. is a delight as always. This has been like fun. <laughs>
0: which, I, which I probably we, said a year ago. We don't we don't have to uh we don't have to do our thing now. We're still talking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, <laughs> just it.
2: we're really bad at this. This part. And we are d- done. It's
0: yeah. nice. We're
3: going to This song about living in the country, which we know nothing about, but it makes for a good song anyway.